Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we pray for your Holy Spirit to be with us, to capture our hearts and our minds with your generosity and your love and what it means to be people who are loved deeply by you but also have a future because of you. Heavenly Father, continue to encourage us. Correct us where we need correcting. Guide us where we need guiding. Remind us of the love you have for us where we need that love. And most of all, help us to grow as your disciples, to be people who not just come and listen to you, but people who take what you say to heart and put it into action. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Beginning 31 days of thankfulness, and I pray that this is a challenge for you over the next month of being thankful, being thankful in all circumstances. And our challenge is, though, and I ask you this question, is are you generally a thankful person? Do you wake up in the morning and give thanks to God? Do you go to bed and give thanks? Do you give thanks to people? Do people would someone say to me, yes, you're a thankful person? Or would they say something else? One of the challenges of being thankful is that sometimes it can be hard. We're not in good places or good circumstances. Well, the encouragement for us today is to begin and end everything with God. Remembering God is the Alpha and the Omega, as it reveals to us in Revelations. Remember that everything in our life is because God has given us. And so to draw on a life of thankfulness means to draw on God and all that he's given us. The other challenge we have of being thankful is sometimes we can be critical of others for not being thankful. We can actually demand people be thankful to us. That's not a healthy way to approach life. Because you become resentful. But rather to think about what it means for me to be thankful in this world. And drawing upon God, our reading from Psalm 136 gives us this encouragement that we have a God who always loves us no matter what's going on. The sheet that you should have received when you came in has Psalm 136 on it. And I encourage you this week to every day just reflect on that psalm. To listen to what the words of that psalm where every second line it says, his love endures forever. And you'll notice if you read through, not everything that's in that psalm is necessarily going to be a nice experience or was a nice experience for those who are receiving it. But it's to remind us that No matter what's happening in our life, God never gives up loving us. That he always loves us through the good, the ordinary and the difficult. And therefore we should give thanks. To be people who give thanks to God because his love does endure forever. And to draw upon God for our thanksgiving. So something for you to think about. Something I encourage you to reflect on. What does it mean for you to be a thankful person? What does it mean for you to be a person who lives out being thankful? Do you just rely on good things happening for you to be thankful? Well, maybe you're a person like I encountered many years ago. I was in a, 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 it was a woman's fellowship meeting and this lady says, I'm a thankful person. 
And her friend next to it said, well, you don't show it. And as the discussion went on, she goes, well, I think it. I'm th- in my mind, I'm thinking you're thankful. She goes, how am I supposed to know it? I can't read your mind. And what that interaction was going on about was we can think we're thankful because we think it. And particularly, you know, in some tradition, Christian traditions, we are like, oh, we only have to think it. We don't have to say it. We don't have to do anything. But really, to be a thankful person, a thankful in the way that God calls us to be, is about being thankful verbally, being thankful with our actions, being thankful with how we treat people. So can I encourage you to think about what does it mean for you to be a thankful person, thankful in all circumstances? Now, Psychology Today, a magazine that's put out, lists seven benefits of being thankful. The first one is it opens the door to more relationships and enhances existing relationships. And I've noticed this. You know, one of the things I've noticed is when I go to the supermarket, I tend not to use the self-checkout in the supermarket. I tend to use the checkouts. And I always thank the person serving me, or at least try to. And when I started doing this, what I noticed was their attitude would change. And you could start a conversation. So think about that. Being thankful actually opens the door to new relationships, but also strengthens existing. Psychological Today also said it improves your physical health. Being thankful will lead to improved physical health through their research. The other thing it says that um, thankful people actually sleep better. Their researchers highlighted that people who are thankful will sleep better. In fact, one of the suggestions they have is that if you're not sleeping that well before you go to bed, list at least 10 things of what you're thankful for that night. Because what you're going to do is you're going to take away the negative stuff as well. The fourth thing that psychological today talk about is being thankful reduces toxic emotions, depression and increases happiness. It reduces the likelihood of feeling angry or bitter towards somebody or resentful, but rather you can be more content. Being thankful also enhances empathy and reduces aggression. And being thankful improves our confidence. And the reason they say this is that when people are thankful, they're less jealous of others. They're more confident about themselves. They have better self-esteem rather than say, oh, I'm not like Mercedes who can sing very well. Oh, I appreciate what Mercedes does. I'm thankful for her singing. It blesses me. But I'm thankful that people don't have to put up with my singing. And lastly... They talk about being thankful increases mental strength and resilience. <coughs> I've got a, a psych, psychologist friend who actually one of his habits is to encourage people to write down as many things as being thankful. In fact, sometimes he be cheeky. He said, if people are not thankful and are struggling mentally, he says, I want you to write down at least 12 things every day you're thankful for. And I said to him, 12? And he goes, yeah, yeah, because we can all come up with two or three. But when you push people to 12, it makes them think, and it also means they're thinking less about the negative stuff in their life and more about the good things they have and the experiences. 
Well, that's from psychological day. That's some good reasons for everyone to be thankful. But what about us as Christians? As Christians, thanksgiving is a major theme of the Bible. You go through the Old and the New Testament, you see this encouragement to be people who live as thankfulness. Now, one of the reasons for that is that when we are thankful, we are sharing the good news of God with others. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18, we hear, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Is that a big call for you, to give thanks in all circumstances? Is that challenging to you? I think if I be real, it is for me, right? To think about being thankful in all circumstances. And particularly when we face circumstances that are not good, that are difficult. And it's not about denying that we have bad situations, but what it is is about looking for the things we can be thankful for. I remember hearing a story of a boy who was in hospital because of very tragic circumstances. And yet the nurses would say to him every day, you're always smiling. We wouldn't be smiling if we were like you. How come you're smiling? And he says, well, there's a couple of reasons. I'm trusting God, but more importantly, I'm happy that I've met you. I'm thankful that I've met you in this hospital. If I hadn't been in this circumstance, this situation... I most likely wouldn't have known somebody who was so loving and caring. Now, it was, he didn't deny that he had problems, didn't deny there was issues that resulted in being in hospital, but what he did do was look around amongst the difficulty and was thankful for the good that was amongst that trouble and difficulty. And probably the only way that I know for us to be thankful is to begin with God, is to focus on God, gain our strength for thankfulness from God, not just from our feelings. You see, um, if we just rely on our feelings for thankfulness, we'll have days where we're extremely thankful, but we'll have many days where we kind of don't want to be thankful. You know, and I've had people tell me, don't force me to be thankful. I can't force anyone. I'm not forcing anyone. I don't want to force anyone to be thankful. Because that's not true thankfulness. But rather to encourage you to think about what it means to be thankful in all circumstances. To look for the things you can be thankful for. And one way to do this is purposely, be very intentional in your life, is every day give thanks. Every day look for what you can be thankful for. Big and small. Every day, explore ways of how you've been blessed and how others have been blessed. Because that's the other part of being thankful, is don't just look at yourself. Also look at how others have been blessed as well and be thankful for the blessings they've received. And so growing as a thankful person begins first by focusing on God. Remembering that every good gift we have comes from God. As James chapter 1 verse 17 reminds us, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of our heavenly delights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Think about all the good things in your life, all the good experiences that you've had, all the good people. 
all the good material things, all the good achievements, they are all gifts from God. They are all gifts that we've all received. And sometimes it can be easy to forget that. And this is what Paul was talking about in our reading from Romans. He was talking about some people who had forgotten that all the good gifts from from God. And so instead of thanking God, instead of focusing on God to give thanks for that, they focused on the things themselves. And that's one of the problems we have in our Western world, particularly in Australia. A number of years ago, you may have remembered, there was a term affluenza was floated around. The biggest problem that we have in Australia, they said, is this thing was affluenza. And affluenza is, we're very affluent, but we fall in love with all the blessings that we receive and we start to ignore God. We stop giving thanks to God for them and we start focusing on those things and trying to control them, trying to keep them, trying to love them, but forgetting they're actually gifts from God. And therefore we don't become thankful, we become selfish, we come thinking of ourselves And so the encouragement for us to grow as thankful people is this, is to keep focusing on God and remembering everything good in our lives is a gift from God. There is nothing good that you have received that has not come from God. Secondly, growing as a thankful person begins by focusing God and not just because he gives you good stuff, but because of who he is. Because the danger is that if we just focus on God because he gives us good stuff, we start treating God like a vending machine or we can't treating God, I'm only going to be happy with him when he gives me what I want. Or he gives me what I think makes me feel good. But rather, we should focus on God because of who he is. As our reading from Psalm 136 reminds us, give thanks to the Lord for he is good His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, the God of gods. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His love endures forever. Give thanks to God. He is always present in our life. Give thanks to the God. He's got more wisdom and knowledge than any of us would ever have. And so thinking about and giving thanks to God for who he is, is helpful for us in growing as thankful people. And then growing as thankful people involves begins by focusing on God and not just what he's already given us, but also the future he gives us, the future promises he has made, but also not just the promises, it's not just a wishy-washy promise he has made to us. It's a promise that he's already put in place that's guaranteed to come through. As Paul shares with the early church in Rome, in Romans 6, verse 22 to 23. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness and the result is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Keep remembering that God has given you this gift of eternal life. Keep remembering that God has given us not just the gift of eternal life, but it's a gift that has been paid for by Jesus' death and resurrection. It's a gift that God says, I love you so much 
that I want you to be in heaven with me, to be with me forever in a place there'll be no more suffering, no more pain, no more death. And that's a thing to be thankful for every day, to look forward to. And I might be wondering, what does it mean to be thankful? Well, there's a hymn, a traditional hymn called Now Thank We All Our God. The first verse reads, Now thank we all our God with hearts and hands and voices, who wondrous things has done, in whom this world rejoices, who from our mother's arms has blessed us on our way with countless gifts of love and still is ours today. And the second verse goes, O may this bounteous God through all our life be near us, with ever joyful hearts and blessed peace to cheer us and keep us in his grace and guide us when perplexed and free us from all ills in this world and the next. And you may be thinking, the person who wrote this must have had a blessed life. Life must have been good and so he was very thankful. Well, here's the truth. This hymn was written by a pastor, a Lutheran pastor called Martin Rinkett. And Martin Rinkett was living in a town that was crowded, overpopulated. It was kind of a walled town, so people came there for refuge, right? But three times this town had been attacked and overturned and lost control to their enemies. He also struggled to provide for his family. He wasn't well off. Yet many people came to him and relied on him and, and constantly needed his help both pastorally and physically. And also at this time, the plague occurred in the 1600s. And at one stage, in one year, he buried 4,000 people in a year, including his wife. There was one week where he had 50 funerals. I don't know about you, but one funeral causes me a lot of work. But imagine 50 And yet he was able to write this hymn to thank God. And that's because he didn't focus on the experiences that was going on around him, but focused on what God was doing amongst those experiences, the good that God was doing. It reminds me of another story where um, somebody asked, why? why? How good and loving is God if he allows all these people to starve in one of the African countries? And a missionary said, don't focus on the people starving so much and how bad that is. Focus on the good that God is doing through those who are helping those who are starving. And so we too can live this life of thanks no matter what circumstances we face. And growing as a thankful person, though, needs us to have some sort of a a spiritual conversion, a different approach to life. And to be thinking how good God is. That God blesses us, all the good in our life. To spend time intentionally looking what's going on. And so this week, can I encourage you to read every day Psalm 136, which is in the handout you received as you come in. Can I also encourage you to do the daily exercise? In the middle of that handout, there's a suggestion, a prompt for each day of what you might give thanks for. You're not limited to those things in giving thanks. Something else may come to mind. They're there for as a prompt. And on the back, there's a section um, of hexagons and they're supposed to be shaped like a a heart, but the white hasn't come through. But 
to put a, a one thing, one person, one experience you're thankful for each day. And then on top of that, every day just reflect on it. At the end of the day, take some time to reflect on what ways you can be thankful for in all circumstances. What you can be thankful for today. To think about what has happened today that prompts you to be thankful. You see, God has blessed us in many ways. And you know what happens when we be thankful? We start to share how good God is to the people around us. We start to see and remember for ourselves how good God is for us. And we start to share the joy of the Lord with others. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for the wonderful gifts you give us, for the people in our lives, for the things we have. We also thank you for the blessings you give many others. Lord, as we live our lives, help us be focused on you so that our thankfulness comes from our relationship with you. Lord, pour down your Holy Spirit on us. May we be people who share thankfulness generously. In your name we pray. Amen.